Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. What's up? It is good to be with you. Hope everybody's having a wonderful day. Uh, Chiefs play on Sunday at 2 o'clock. That is a weird time to play a football game. The uh, NFC Championship game is at 5.30. It is odd that they... Why would they not do this at 5 p.m. or 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. or 5 p.m. and 8 p.m.? It is odd that they shook up the times for the playoffs. Right? The typical noon, three, and seven. Why are we going to two and five? We did that last week, too. Very odd. What's wrong with you guys? I don't know. I I love these times. I just think it's a very odd time in the middle of the day. No, and and, and for people like me who like to go to bed at nine o'clock at night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course you love these times. I I think these are buffet discount. Yeah, sun just went down. Got to get get the first cafeteria for the early bird special. Sun is still up. Here in Kansas City. By the way, I, I saw your dad go outside. Is it already dark down there in Mississippi? It, it is what I would call dusk down here. We are on the very bad end of the dateline that decides, because I we were I'm saying, is there any way we could get outside and maybe play golf after one of the shows? And yeah. it's worse here than it is there for some reason. I don't know. That doesn't make any latitude sense because you're much farther south. I don't know. I don't know. So. Don't Sunset no is 525 in Biloxi. Are they on central time? But 60 degrees yeah, out. Are. I'm not complaining. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. They're on the eastern side of central time zone. Uh, this next story has me screaming, start adding zeros. And I don't know that there are enough zeros in the entire universe. Uh, we talk about AI leading to very bad outcomes all the time on this program. And a couple reasons it's good. I mean, I, I, I will give you that for medical research and other stuff. I think AI can be good. Uh, but why does it feel like all of the stories in our stack are when it goes horrifyingly wrong, Scott? Story here from CBS News. A 61-year-old grandfather is suing Sunglass Hut's parent company after the store's facial recognition technology mistakenly identified him as a robber. It gets worse. Oh, God. So 61-year-old grandpa, his name is Harvey Eugene Murphy Jr. Oh, God, Harvey. And Sunglass Hut apparently using their facial recognition technology, somehow and wrongly identified him as a robber. That's bad. I get it. Keep in mind, he was living in California at the time when Houston police identified him as a suspect. While he was being held in jail, Harvey Eugene Murphy Jr. says he was also sexually assaulted, according to a new lawsuit. The January 2022 robbery took place at a Sunglass Hut store in Houston, Texas, when two gun-wielding robbers stole thousands of dollars in cash and merchandise. 
Houston police identified Mr. Murphy as a suspect, even though he was living in, as Dana mentioned, in California. When Murphy returned to Texas to renew his driver's license, he was arrested. He was held in jail, where he says he was sexually assaulted by three men in a bathroom. I want to know how long he was in jail, Scott, because when he he was in California on the date of the robbery, it should take about five minutes to clear that up. The Harris County District Attorney's Office in Texas determined Murphy was not involved in the robbery, but the damage was already done while he was in jail, according to his lawyers. He does have a criminal record that dates back to the 80s and 90s. Okay, but that does not mean he robbed the Sunglass Hut when he was a thousand miles away. His lawyers say that was 30 years ago. They were nonviolent offenses, and he spent the last 30 years of his life rebuilding it. Okay, in 2023, a woman sued the Detroit Police Department after authorities misidentified her as a carjacking suspect using facial recognition technology. Portia Woodruff, who was eight months pregnant at the time of her wrongful arrest, went to jail after she was incorrectly identified. Then on top of the AI, in a police lineup, she was incorrectly identified. Uh, Detroit Police Chief James White said Woodruff's photo should never have been used in the lineup to begin with. I'm telling you... Like the internet, this is going to be really, really good when it is used for good, and when it is bad, it is going to be horrid. I'm going to guess that Harvey Eugene Murphy Jr. is a black man. I don't know that, but I fear that you are correct. I'm I'm just guessing, and the reason I guess that is, as you well know, Dana, uh, facial recognition software does work if you're white. And a male. Yes, it does. It not overwhelmingly work. works if you're a white male. It, it does not work if you're black and a woman. Correct. And I'm assuming Harvey is not a woman, but I'm assuming Harvey is going to be black. Why not use the AI if if you want to claim that it's successful in in cases, which I think we can argue that it's not. But why not use that at the very beginning, kind of like you do with uh, DNA and family trees? Then you go out and see, okay. This has flagged Harvey and three other people as possible suspects, and it does look like Harvey did some things that he's not proud of back in the 80s or 90s. But let's first check and see, is he even living in Texas at the time? I I, I feel like the fault here is not only with the software and the technology that is so faulty, but also jumping right into we're going to arrest him right now because we think this is the guy, when all they had to do was look and see that he was in California at the time and go, oh, whoops, this is one of those AI goofs. Glad we didn't arrest him. And see, that would probably require way too much work. And once he landed in Houston, my guess is that there is already an arrest warrant out for him. It's just sitting there on the back of a stack of other arrest warrants. Okay, then back up. Oh, wait, ding, ding, ding. How was the arrest warrant even asked for or signed or agreed to by any judge if all they had was an AI match? Wouldn't the judge have said, okay, now wait. AI is saying this is your robber. Uh, have we reached out to Mr. Harvey? Do we even know if he's in Texas? No, we haven't, Your Honor. Uh, well, we're not going to issue a warrant just yet. Go back and do some more work, and if you can show us that there's a reasonable belief or suspicion that he was mm-hmm. in the area at the time, mm-hmm. then you start building a case. Be- because a judge just asked. Because a judge's job is not to supervise the work of the detective unit. You know that. I- I'm confused here. Was it a picture-to-picture Facial recognition match, or was it? No, I, th- a, I think they ran it through the system, and it just brought up Harvey. Harvey. Okay. Yep. And Harvey had a mugshot, and then well, they a go into a judge and a ju- but, have but, mugshots. But, but but let me just say this very quickly: 
a judge, it's not the judge's responsibility to say, okay, did we cross all of our T's? Do we dot all of our I's? Uh, where is Harvey right now, uh, detectives? Let me do your work for you from the bench here. Uh, where is Harvey? Uh, he, he's in California. Okay. Was he in Houston at the time that day? Do we know he was here? But they somehow, Scott, got a warrant. You have to have more than just this photo popped up in a computer algorithm to me, to me. And if that's wrong, then maybe we need to fix the system in order for someone to sign off on a warrant. I bet, I bet most police officers listening right now, especially most detectives would tell you getting a judge to sign off on a warrant is really not hard, especially in the middle of the night. If all they had was some stupid, faulty AI match, I'm saying it should be harder. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't dispute that. I don't dispute what you just said. It should be harder. But a detective should do a detective's job. A ju it's not the judge's responsibility. Their, their job, let's be honest, is just to write their name. Uh, text line says that he was in Texas to renew a Texas driver's he, he license. He had gone back to Texas to renew his driver's license, and that's when he was arrested. Right, so their point was is he must have had a Texas address at some point. Yes, he did live in Texas at some point. That is correct. But you can't renew a license with wherever you live now's address. I I'm shocked that you're allowed to live in California and then go back to Texas and renew your license in Texas M maybe when you don't working. live there. We, we don't know. The, the point is he was not in the state on the day the crime was committed, period. Correct. That should have been very easy to figure out. Don't dispute Here's some that. ATM receipts. I was at dinner. I got gas that day. Oh, I don't know. Ask his boss. Was he there that day? Yes, he clocked in that day. Move, mm -hmm. move it along. I, yeah. I, that's where I need someone to fill in the gaps on this. 913-586-7798. 586-7798. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. So a little bit more information on this story uh, regarding this gentleman down in Houston who claims that he was wrongly identified by AI when he went into a sunglass hut in Houston in January of 2022, so two years ago. Says when he was, he was, arre he was arrested, when he went back to Texas to renew his driver's license, had never even been in Texas when the robbery at the sunglass hut occurred, goes to jail claims he was sexually assaulted in jail by three men, and now Harvey Murphy is suing. He is suing the company that owns Sunglass Hut, which happens to be, by the way, uh, the Macy's same company that is, owns Macy's. Is their, like, umbrella partner. And by the way, he spent 10 days in jail. It is a $9 million lawsuit. And in one of the stories... Um, the Guardian has picked this up. I'm reading a couple of them. They're really beating up on Macy's and Sunglass Hut for using the low-grade facial technology, um, that, that, that it wasn't a perfect match, that the image didn't look great. But I, And it, as much as I want to say to Macy's and Sunglass Hut, look, if you're going to pick up the phone and call police and say your system has flagged this guy, you better be sure, and that's true. Yeah, that's true. I also blame authorities for then getting the warrant and saying, oh, let's go pick the guy up. I, who's more at fault here, Scott? Be because if Macy's picks up the phone and tells Kansas City Police, hey, we had a robbery and, and we've got this AI system that's flagged this dude, to me, Kansas City, Missouri Police then has to do their due diligence and say, well, look, we looked this guy up. He's in California. How, how was the warrant ever signed to arrest this guy based on an AI match? 
Uh, it never should have happened. Prosecutors were able to verify that Murphy, who is 61 years old, was never in the state when the robbery occurred at the Sunglass Hut in Houston. Uh, the robbery was committed by two armed men who threatened employees at gunpoint before stealing money and multiple pairs of glasses, uh, but Murphy was not one of them. God. I mean, why couldn't they have figured that out? Why did it take 10 days to figure that out? Uh, because I think we, we have also had cases here, Scott, where actual innocence does not even get you out of Missouri prison. It Once you're in, I think getting in is easy. Getting you out to rectify a mistake our, our stack is littered with those stories uh, by the way after the facial recognition was brought to local police a sunglass hut employee who was present during the robbery was asked to identify the suspect out of a lineup dana it's not enough uh, of photos and they chose harvey murphy who wasn't in the state he was i in, still say that's not enough he was in sacramento yeah, facial we, recognition. We know that lineup and eyewitness testimony is the most faulty testimony that there is. And I'm not saying that they did it on purpose. People make mistakes. Well, he kind of looked like he was six foot one. He kind of looked like this guy. I mean, it's it's faulty. What were you going to say, Sam? That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. Uh, Bob in Kansas City, 586-7798. 586-7798. Hello, Bob. Hello there. How Hi. are you guys doing? We're doing really well. Thank you. Great. Um, two words. Ka-ching. Yeah, I hope I hope they just take him to the cleaners and yes, go after the the uh, detectives or whoever in the county as well. That's just atrocious what they did this man. I, I feel so bad for him because you know Scott, one of my biggest fears is being accused of something I didn't do. Oh god! And thank God I'm addicted to my cell phone and I would just pull out Life 360 and be like, uh uh-uh. uh, I wasn't even in the state. You are you had better think twice. Here's photos I you took take in me Lawrence. And you better be yeah. damn careful. Right. Um, but still, these stories are everywhere. What do you do? Why is someone being arrested on facial recognition technology? That I think this is a point that you were making earlier in this segment. That is how you begin an investigation. Okay, okay, all right. AI, AI says it's Harvey. AI says it's Harvey Murphy. Okay, all right. Okay, let's work backwards here. Instead of just rushing out and arresting Harvey Murphy the second he flies back into Houston. You know, the first thing you would do as a reporter, Scott, you would look him up immediately on social try and to go, find oh, out this where is odd. Yep. This is so odd. He's, that's the San Francisco bridge behind him uh, on and, that day. And weird, he posted that picture on the same day that he was allegedly robbing a sunglass hut here in Houston. Shiny in San Francisco, you know? Got to get huh. those sunglasses from Hughes. There yeah. needs to be some sort of <laughs> training, and, and I, for lack of a better word. And I understand why stores are putting these systems in. We have a, a pyramid scheme epidemic of retail organized theft right now. But there needs to be some sort of training at the corporate level that says, okay, we have this tool. It is a tool to use to help identify those who come in and, and rob us. To get us going it, in the right direction. It cannot be the only tool. Right. Exactly. And and this this might give us a name, and then we have to do something called legwork. 
We just don't go picking somebody up and throwing him in jail for 10 days because AI says that that black guy is the same black guy that robbed the sunglass hut. Can you imagine you walk in just to get your driver's license no. renewed? So you're already in a bad mood. No one wants to go do that. And God, you walk no. in and they're like, put your hands behind your back. I didn't even know that they would know, by the way, that there's a warrant out for you. Yeah. And by the way, you're going on a 10-day vacation to our oh finest resort here in Houston. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Houston, but it's it's like a really big Topeka. I know you're not a fan. Going to leave that one to lie out there in the open air? I am, I am not agreeing or disagreeing. I, have no, I don't know that I've ever been to Houston. I know you are it's not a, a fan. It's a dump. Are you Topeka's sure you a lovely in a place. bad part? Because I always think, like, okay, if people came to our city and only went to Arrowhead, they would be like, um, is that hotel even open? No. Uh, <laughs> is, is that a Taco Bell? Is there anything else around here? No. You've never been to Houston, have you? I don't think I have. Yeah, don't. Oh, look, a water resort. Never mind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. Coco Key. Oh, wait. Go. <laughs> uh, Amy in Overland Park. Amy, good afternoon. Hello. Hi there. My uh, two cents is the fact that AI should be used as a tool, not an end-all, be-all. And like Dana said, there has to be some due diligence. We have to take it a step further, have some good detective work, instead of having these, you know, computers determine criminality. So it just has to be used as a tool, kind of send you in the right direction, mm -hmm. but then there has to be good detective work behind it. Amen. Amen. Amy, drive safely tonight. Be well. Take care of yourself. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Be good. All right. Quick break Scott, here. Yeah, yeah. When, when we get back, and I'm going to go plug my phone in because I can't see you anymore, I do want to revisit our conversation that you dumped on me last week about Scott Peterson. Okay. You want to revisit it? I'm starting to worry. I'm starting to worry. <laughs> you remember when Sam said, remember when Sam said, well, the LA Innocence Project just doesn't willy nilly take up somebody's mm -hmm. case. And I said to you, is it possible that maybe he didn't do it? Oh, God. I was reading about this last night and I thought, I can't, I can't. Is it possible that he did not do it? They don't work for free without having any evidence mm -hmm. that might support their claim. Oh, That's right. <laughs> I will gladly revisit this case with you. I bet you will. All right, quick break. Here at the bottom of the hour on Dana and Park. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. You have to tug on it. Excuse me? Every single time. And tug 
hard because if it's fake, it will come off. And if it's not, <laughs> it will stay. And so, uh, yes, that is a great tactic and what you are supposed to do. And so I'm telling you, it's been a while since I've gotten gas, but I used to always, and I would yank it. I mean, I'd be out there going, uh-uh, you ain't getting me, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think the customer that figured this out in Blue Springs, that's what they did. And it came off in their hand. One of our longer Dana-isms in recent years. Really? I am trying to educate the public about scammers in Blue Springs. So are we. Mm-hmm. You just got a tug on it. Depends well, on what do. kind of scammer you're they talking about. Of them. Well, I mean, some people scam that, some people scam this. All right. So you bring up this. I'm still mad at you for even bringing this up because my brain would be a better space if I did not know that this was going on. But you dumped this turd on my paper plate last week that the Scott Peterson, Lacey Peterson horrifying case is back in the news because the Los Angeles Innocence Project one of the best around the world for helping people who are wrongfully convicted has agreed to take on that decades old case. So instead of going to bed and getting a good night's sleep like mm-hmm. Dana should be doing, mm-hmm. I go down this rabbit hole last night reading about why the LA Innocence Project would even touch this with a 4,000 foot pole. And Sam had said they're they don't they're not in the business of just taking up cases willy nilly. Well, they're they not. Don't think they could possibly make a difference in. A former investigator is now saying key evidence wasn't properly investigated in this case. Mm-hmm. Have you read about the van, Scott? Dana, I've, I've read about this case for a long time. I was there, there when there when was we went an to trial. orange van. Very specific, by the way. There aren't a lot of orange vans roaming around the world. Mm-mm. But there was apparently an orange van that the fire department found burned out. Like someone had literally set the orange van on fire in that neighborhood where she disappeared. And inside the orange van was a mattress that appeared to have blood on it. That's one of the things they want to go back and look at, Scott. Now, how they think they're going to find any of this evidence 20 years later, I don't know. There's no way that burned out van was preserved because they didn't even, the firefighters were even saying, we thought it was odd, but we didn't really put two and two together until the explosion in the media uh, sensation around the case. And we thought, God, don't you remember that van in that neighborhood that was set but, on fire? But but even you last week admitted that the case against Scott Peterson, and I had forgotten about this, was largely circumstantial. Almost 100% circumstantial. There, there was yes. no hard evidence. There was no gun. There was no murder weapon. Um, obviously, back then, there was no cell phone data because no. you couldn't collect it. This was 2002. There was just sketch guy who was having an affair. <clears throat> yep. Who With told his mistress that his wife had died before Lacey disappeared, by the way. That's odd. I mean, you're a single guy, Scott. Would would you go out on a dating app and be like, my name is Scott. Hi, my wife just died. He, he told her that before Lacey disappeared. That's a red flag. Mm-hmm. They found him with $15,000 cash on him and his brother's ID. That's a red flag. But the, the 
defense people around the world are saying, well, if you were accused of something you didn't do, you'd be looking to skip town, too, if you thought they were about to lower the yeah, hammer with the death was, penalty on you. Wasn't he hightailing it to Mexico when he they caught him? He was hightailing it to Mexico, yeah. which I think makes him look guiltier. But the defense side is saying, he, yes, he had $15,000 cash in his brother's ID. And you would, he too. Knew, he knew he didn't do this, and right. he was trying to right. is it, escape. Is it possible? Look me dead in the eye. No. Look, look, at, me, look at me in the eye. Is it possible that 20 years ago, we all got this one wrong? Because everybody had him dead to rights. This is not like O.J. Simpson, where they have his bloody footprint in the Bruno Mali. Only 50 pairs were made in the world. I want to be clear. There's not physical evidence tying this guy to the murder of his wife. Okay? There's not. Does he look like a very bad guy? Yes. But men have affairs on their pregnant wives, John Edwards, hmm? whose wife had cancer at the time, remember? I do. Men, men have affairs, women have affairs under despicable circumstances all the time. It doesn't mean they are murderers, even though it at the time you can see where everyone was like, oh my God, of course he killed her. I just got, so, I don't why know. Does it, why I don't it, know. Why does it I wish bob- there was hair evidence. I wish there was some evidence that tied him to it other than he looks damn suspicious with blonde hair and $15,000 trying to run away with his brother's ID. Oh, and also he told his mistress that his wife had died when mm-hmm. she had not even disappeared yet. I'm, I'm not saying the cat didn't do it. And maybe he did. I remember following this case back in the early 2000s, and we all thought he was guilty. Everybody okay. did. It's also possible that there was a burglary across the street that same day she disappeared, which mm-hmm. there was. Yep. And it's also possible someone set a van on fire. And all of those things are true at the same time. And he killed his wife. You'll give me that. It's also possible that the home across the street was burglarized. And that had nothing to do with what happened to her. Well, let me give, let, let me ask you this. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll grant you that one. You grant me this one. That it is possible that the home across the street was burglarized that an orange van with a mattress in the back was set on fire and that he didn't kill his wife. Why didn't we hear about this burned out van 20 years ago? Well, that's what prosecutors do sometimes. They don't tell you. They might have that evidence, by the way. They, uh, lawyers for the nonprofit now fighting for Peterson are focusing on the stains from that mattress in the back of the burned van that tested presumptive positive for blood. It does not mean, by the way, it was blood. We had tea leaves that uh, tested presumptive positive for marijuana in Leewood. Remember that? And it was, I, it was tea leaves. So it doesn't mean it's blood, and it certainly doesn't mean it's her blood, Scott. No, it doesn't. You're right. I mean, old, gross mattresses in the back of vans are old, gross mattresses for but the, a reason. But, but, Dana, you know this as well as I do. The Innocence Project, whether it's the Kansas City Innocence Project or the L.A. Innocence Project, does not publicly come forward and announce that they are looking into a case unless they're pretty damn confident they've got a case to make. You know that, and I know that. Now, why... Of all the high-profile cases in America, would the L.A. Innocence Project, for A, look into Scott Peterson's case, and then B, publicly announce that they're looking into Scott Peterson's case? And here's why, Scott, because I do believe they 
have the ability to now test that blood for markers and titers and all of those things that they maybe wouldn't have had 20 years ago when the technology was not as advanced, if they still have any of that evidence, and I can't imagine they, they still do, but if in a locker or basement somewhere, if that mattress has been stored or part of it, then test it and let us know where the blood came from. Well, they would have many, to, they how keep many people the, are there in the United States? Let's just go with California. Well, how many Calif- people are there in California? 30 million. That blood could belong to 30 million different people. I, I think it is a one in a billion shot. It has anything to do with this case. The van was found less than a mile from their home. Well, well, even if it doesn't have anything to do with this case, we still don't have physical evidence. 39 million people in California. Um, we still don't have physical evidence that ties him to the murders. So I will agree with you. This probably should not have been a death penalty case if there was not physical evidence tying him to the murders. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about getting the death penalty wrong, and we, we do it often in the United States, mm-hmm. way more often than anyone should be comfortable with. Uh, However. I, I am not completely comfortable with the fact that there is not a shred of physical evidence tying him to this. And we're, we're willing to put somebody in prison for the rest of their lives on literally everything that is circumstantial. There's not one piece of hard evidence. Wasn't I can't, there I, something else? Someone help us on the text line. That it was like, oh yeah, he did. I mean, wasn't there something else other than, it's got to be more than he was just having an affair. People have affairs every day. It doesn't mean they go around killing people. 913-586-7798. We'll get to your calls, your comments here in just a moment. I'm Googling evidence of guilt. I'll find it. <laughs> you got five minutes. 913-586-7798. All right, as we wrap up the Wednesday edition of the Dana and Parks program on this National Compliment Day. Remember that when you get home? It is National Compliment Day. Uh, Janet in Ropo. Hello, Janet. Hi, how are you guys? We're doing well. Thank you for asking. Good. Um, So I by no means think that Scott Peterson is a good guy. I think he's despicable, and he very well is still probably guilty. But I'm going to play devil's advocate and say... What if he was just telling Amber a story that he thought would get her to date him? Mm. Um, I, my ex, um, told women stories that were not true to make himself sound better. So that's not to say that Scott's not doing the same thing or didn't do the same thing. It's not a half bad point. Maybe he lied to Amber Fry. Uh, by the way, Amber Fry is now a professional masseuse and a missionary. She was a masseuse at the time. So a tip line was set up shortly after all of this happened. When he says he went to go grab the boat and she was home alone uh, when he left, he called and left her a voice message. She didn't answer. I'm kind of going through some of the timeline things. But when a tip line was set up, approximately 20 people called in to report that they had seen someone matching her description or that they knew for certain that it was her, like a next-door neighbor, whatever, <laughs> walking the dog. Uh, a neighbor reported, Scott, that they found the dog just roaming outside at one point and put the dog in the backyard. So th- that would go into his column, 
where people reported her seeing walking the dog. Last known seeing walking this dog. And then all of a sudden the dog is loose and roaming around Mm -hmm. and a neighbor finds it and puts it in the backyard, whatever time that was. Um, And they all thought it was within a half a mile to one mile radius of their home. And so there's this theory that someone snatched her. Okay. And he just looks like the world's most guilty guy because he didn't want a baby and was having an affair with a massage therapist. All right. Uh, apparently we have some breaking sports ball news. Sam? Oh. Uh, you guys remember Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh? Uh, how can we forget? Yeah. Well, it turns out when you get accused of cheating and suspended for three games at the end of your uh, championship season – you then get hired as a head coach in the NFL. He oh, is, is he leaving Chargers. Michigan? Yep. No way. He is accepting the head coaching job at the Chargers. Oh, I think that stinks. That stinks. Can't sign steal in the NFL. There ain't no signs. He finally got that program back to the top. His alma mater. And he's leaving for the NFL. Okay. Well, Scott, but Scott, you and Dana would leave. No, we wouldn't. No, we would not. And we've had opportunities. I would stay. Don't tell my boss, but I would stay. Uh, that, that disappoints me. That was all I had. Sorry. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Take it away. Why, it's does all that, you now. why does that bother me so much? I don't so know. Much? That's really getting to you. Man. And, and, and as a Nebraska fan, I should be thrilled that he's leaving. Get out. Get the hell out of the conference. Goodbye. Um, Story here from the Associated Press. uh, Earth, for the second year running, Dana, is nearing apocalypse, a science-oriented advocacy group said, pointing to its famous doomsday clock that now shows we are not two minutes to midnight. We are 90 seconds to midnight. The Bulletin of Atomic Scientists made the announcement this week on how close humanity is from ending. It cited nuclear threats in Russia's war on Ukraine, as well as the October 7th attack in Israel uh, from Gaza. Uh, Quoting here from Rachel Bronson, CEO of the Bulletin Group that runs the Doomsday Clock. Last year, we expressed amplified concern Mm. by moving the clock to 90 seconds to midnight, the closest to global catastrophe it has ever been. The risks from last year continue with unabated veracity and continue to shape this year. Yeah, I, I think it's funny how AI was listed last because I would put that up at the top. By the way, uh, when the Cold War ended, the doomsday clock was at 17 minutes to midnight. Uh, but in the past few years, addressing uh, global changes, the group has changed from counting down the minutes until midnight to now counting down the seconds until midnight. Why you got to bring us down like that? I'm not trying to bring you down. It's because I mentioned Harbaugh and he's just... Trying to level the playing field. <laughs> I really don't care that Jim Harbaugh is going to the Chargers. I couldn't care less. Who's uh, favored this weekend? Oh, Not us. I, I, it would definitely be Baltimore. Three and a By half. By how points. much? Do you know, Sam? Three and a half. Ooh, three and a half. All right. I get, can do three and a half. We we were down. We you were getting, um, you getting that itch, are you? No, no. I'm just saying the Bills were favored, I think, three or three and a half last weekend. I love me some underdog Mahomes, so. I do, too. Yeah. Did you see, by the way, that poor kicker, Mr. Bass, the wide right guy, 
um, that <laughs> Chiefs Kingdom all came together with some other people, but mostly Chiefs, to crowdfund $25,000 for his charity for cats. They feel so bad for him. People are donating money to his charity. Oh, we're well over 100000 now. Yeah, $100,000 to his charity. That is Kansas City for you. And they flipped us off and threw snowballs at us. <laughs> Somebody's going to be funding his retirement. He's wow. he's wow. he's the new Lynn, wow. he's the new Lynn Elliott. Am I wrong Leave or am I right? Alone. I'm no. so he had to he had to get rid of all of his social media accounts. People were being so mean. Kick straighter. <laughs> next time, next time. We gotta run. <laughs> On behalf of our producer today, the finest man in these United States, the great Sam Stevie the third. My good friend and co-host Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks, and God willing, back tomorrow at two o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe. Be well. And be good. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.